For a summer getaway, have you thought of Vernon, British Columbia? What she said recently got back from an adventure-filled trip with Tourism Vernon, and we'll be showing you around every weekend on the show this month, starting with a trip to Davison Orchards and the Planet B Honey Farm. And you can see for yourself, you can check out whatshesaidtalk.com, where you can watch every segment. And, Christine, I learned a lot about bees. Did you know that bees can't see red? So planting red flowers will not bring back the bees or help save the bees. I didn't know that. Yeah, no, they like mauves and... Yellow. Yeah, absolutely, but not red. Well, also on the show today, we're going to tell you about a brand-new hands-on program called HeadSafe, and this is aimed at educating families on the impact of head injuries. With concussions representing more than one in five Ontario student injuries treated by a doctor or nurse, Scouts Canada developed this hands-on program that will roll out this fall, and it's high time. Absolutely. Now, we'll also have the latest movie and TV reviews with our film critic, Ann Brody, and travel expert Candace Sampson will be here to talk about Canada's road heroes. Now, they are amazing Canadians from coast to coast who volunteer their time, and not to mention the wear and tear on their car, to get people where they need to go. So I want to hear about that. And closing out uh, the show in our live studio sessions, we have singer-songwriter Bree Taylor performing her new single, Turn It Up. And of course, don't forget to follow us on social media at What She Said Talk and do visit our website at whatshesaidtalk.com where you can watch interviews, read guest blogs and download our free Apple podcast and get to see Vernon. Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. To contact the show, go to whatshesaidtalk.com. I just spoke to a Meridian advisor about variable versus fixed rate mortgages, and they told me that... Variable rates change based on Meridian's prime rate. Exactly. And that... You could pay your mortgage down faster if Meridian's prime rate goes down. How did you know? I spoke with an advisor, too. So let's get a... a Meridian five-year variable rate mortgage at 2.90%. Totally. Apply today at meridianmortgages.ca or visit a Meridian branch. Rates subject to change without notice. Some restrictions apply. 2.90% APR assumes the typical example of a new mortgage. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. If you're looking for a summer getaway, have you thought about exploring Vernon, British Columbia? What She Said recently got back from an adventure-filled trip with Tourism Vernon. And we're going to be showing you all the fun-filled activities like goat yoga. Christine? Goat yoga. Goat yoga. Every weekend on the show this month. And today we're going to start with a family-friendly trip to Davison Orchards and the Planet B Honey Farm. That's Happy Hank feeding the goats at Davison Orchards, where Tamara Davison and her family offer a fun and entertaining way to experience life on a daily farm. Wow. Evolution is the word. It really was over a number of years. We've been uh, farming here for 86 years and retailing for over 30 years. So basically the farm started out um, shipping all of their apples to a packing house and then my husband and I wanted to join the family farm so we knew we had to do something different because there wasn't quite enough money to support two families so 
we'd uh, done a little bit of traveling to other markets and decided, hey, I think we can do that with my marketing uh, experience, my love for design, and my husband. Um, just loves farming, loves growing things. That is a passion. I say he's got two green thumbs, not just one, because he can seem to grow anything. We just thought, well, maybe we'll give it a try. So uh, we started by diversifying our varieties of apples, and we became known as the apple people. We wanted to have a draw. Um, we really weren't on a main highway and off the beaten tracks, so we're wondering, how are we going to get people here? How are they going to find us on this Bella Vista road that doesn't seem to start or go anywhere? So we just started thinking, what can we do that's totally unique? And so growing different apples that nobody else has had was how we started. And that it just sort of progressed from there. Then we started introducing other crops. We started growing peaches and pears and plums and other things that uh, as the customer demand grew, we started diversifying. And then we started adding family fun things to do. So back in the mid-90s, we um, built a little barn with a slide and put some tractors in the sand. And boys just love riding tractors. And so that was really the start of creating a destination farm was by adding our children's play area. And it's gone on from there. We do farm tours. Originally we did them in the evenings and now we found people really want to do them in the day. So we do orchard tours on an old-fashioned John Deere tractor that actually pulls apple bins around the farm. And um, we show them all the different crops we grow. So we have over 20 varieties of apples. We have all sorts of different vegetables, different tree fruits. And we just love telling people the story of farming. We feel if we can educate customers and show them where their food comes, we're creating value for them and helping to educate them. So. Farm tours is something we're absolutely passionate about. And you have a lot of schools and school children come through. We do, especially in the fall for apple picking and for pumpkin picking. We have a lot of school tours. Uh, in the springtime, we focus on bees and blossoms. So we have a few in May and June as well. But really, the fall is the big time for school tours. I understand that where we had our lovely lunch was actually the original farmhouse. It was. It was home to Auntie Mae Davison and her husband Tom. Uh, they built it in the 40s and uh, my husband grew up in just across the way there and he would run to Auntie Mae's and have treats and and so when they passed away we converted it into a cafe and we're just honoured to carry on the tradition of serving wholesome farm food out of the cafe and with the view we have of the Okanagan Valley at the city of Vernon it's just a spectacular place to sit. But all the food comes from here. That's right. Most of it does, that's for sure. We grow, because we're so diversified, we grow peppers and tomatoes. We can make the best tomato sandwich you've ever seen. And then we use our peppers in the John Deere grill. And then we make soups from scratch. Our bread's baked every day, fresh from the bakery. And we have apples apple everything to eat in September. We do apple slushes and apple pie and apple tarts and you name it, we make it with apples, even apple cinnamon buns. And then And what's this apple lunch? Avalanche. Avalanche. No, you're right. It's avalanche, a play on the word avalanche. It, what it is, is our pure apple juice made into a slush. So you can actually drink it guilt-free because there's no sugar added. It's 100% pure apples. It's all natural with no preservatives. 
Now, one thing I think that's fabulous about what you do is you keep most of your staff employed all year round. How do you do that on a farm? Well, it's a challenge, and I wish we could say we keep everyone on, but we we don't. But we do keep the key people on, and we make preserves all winter. So in the summertime, we freeze the fruit, and then we make it in our cannery, our old brick cannery, in the wintertime. So that's one of the value-added products that's really popular, along with our bakery um, and also our fresh-pressed apple juice. So we've got lots of value added, and the neat thing that kids especially love is the free tasting. I've heard people say it's better than Costco here because we have different tasting stations set out throughout the farm where they can try some of the products that we make right here on the farm. Remember Happy Hank and the goats? Well, he's not the only one making memories. This is so cute. There was a family here the other day, and they miss Davison Orchard so much that they play farm in the wintertime. And I'm thinking, farm? That must be riding a tractor. No, it was tasting samples. So they put little bowls throughout their house. Their mom gives them a bowl full of crackers, and they go around the house tasting all the different things. I thought that was so cute. So did we. Now over to a place that's really got a buzz about it to talk to Olivia Nowick. Today we're at Planet Bee Honey Farm, which is actually uh, my family business. So we've been in business about 23 years. It was started back when I was seven, so I can't really say I was involved at that point, <laughs> aside from some casual honey pouring on the weekends. Um, so yeah, we're here in Vernon, BC. We've uh, been situated here for 15 years. Um, we just moved from Armstrong just up the road where we originally started Planet B back in the 90s. So, and what do you do here? for? Because it's great family fun. Yep, so our mission is to educate people about the importance of honeybees, maybe help alleviate some of the fear around bees. Mm -hmm. um, so we offer educational presentations for people of all ages. We welcome school groups um, and just cater to tourists from all over the world, um, educating them first and foremost and then offering them the amazing products of the beehive as well. So if I brought my children here, Take me through what, what they would learn. Yeah, definitely. So uh, in the summer, it's really great if you can time your visit around one of our educational presentations, which are on the hour between uh, 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. So those are um, a nice little classroom lecture about bees, different lengths of um, presentations to choose from. So depending on if you're traveling with young children, we obviously have a shorter version for those kids that can only you know pay attention for 15 minutes or so. Mm -hmm. um, so it's great to tie one of those into your visit. And then, of course, trying the different kinds of honey. So we have over 25 flavors of honey. Um, tasting the mead, which is the honey wines, is always fun as well. And then we've got our bee-friendly gardens on site as well to wander through and see some of the working hives. So what's the most misunderstood thing about bees? <laughs> um, I would say... I guess the fear around bees, um, being afraid that they're going to sting you. Uh, so a honeybee is only looking for flowers, really. If she's showing interest in you, you may smell like perfume. You may have a bright color on. Um, but first and foremost, she's looking for flowers. So if we're calm around them, um, they're definitely not going to go out of their way to hurt us. So I would say that's uh, one of the major misconceptions that we like to help educate people on. Now, when you say there are 20 odd different flavors of honey that you do here, what makes the different flavors? That's a great question. So there's actually as many flavors of honey as there are flowering plants in the world. So 
hundreds of thousands, if not millions of types of honey. It's just a matter of placing your hives in a location where that single blossom is dominant at the right time of year. So for instance, if we move our hives to a blueberry orchard during blossom season, we're gonna collect blueberry blossom honey. So it's actually flavored by nature, which is quite amazing. So, and, and what, what you have talked about the mead, you talked about the different varieties of honey that you have. What, what else is made? from honey here. Absolutely, so so much more than just honey. So bees uh, will produce uh, beeswax, obviously. Okay. They uh, produce beeswax from honey. So we've got beeswax candles, which are lovely. Um, some of the health products of the hive, like bee pollen, which is a great protein supplement. Uh, propolis, which is like a uh, antibacterial um, sort of antiseptic property. Thing that the bees seal their hive from infection with, we can actually harvest that and use it to boost our immune systems um, and fight infections. Um, so we've got that. We've got royal jelly, which is the food of the queen. Um, great for our skin, so we have it in our skincare line. Um, and then we, we use those ingredients to create things like our all-natural body care products. So for us at home with just a little back garden, what can we do to help the bees? Yeah, absolutely. So you can plant flowers for the bees. Um, so just a general rule is to look for lavenders, indigos, purples, oranges. Um, stay away from planting red flowers. Bees actually can't see red. So they're going to show no love to your red echinacea or anything like that in the garden, which is something most people don't know. Um, not spraying any chemical pesticides in your garden is helpful for sure. Um, and then just uh, you can provide water source for bees just a little plate with some water in it and some stones is a nice way to provide water for them now you've got uh, two hives right here mm -hmm. and you've got a, a little test of where's where's <laughs> the queen bee but you've helped people out right yeah so over the years i've kind of developed a little bit of a knack for it but uh she is right here today so this is the queen we mark her with a white dot to make it a little bit easier for folks to find her, uh, but that's always a fun challenge amongst family members, you know, who's gonna be the first to find her. <laughs> I think we have time for a little mead tasting. I do not like that, I'm, I like dry wine. Okay. But that has a sweet finish, but it's not overly. Right, so it's there's so, enough so, acidity there yeah, coming from the apricots lovely. to balance that out, so. Um, but it really tastes like yeah. apricots. Really Definitely. Yeah, my philosophy with mead is if you're gonna add something to the recipe, what she said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. You'll want to join us for the next episode of Explorer Vernon. Let me tell you about my friend Alfred. Alfred has truly revolutionized dry cleaning in the GTA. You see, we're all busy. Some may even say too busy. And Alfred's laundry list of services are here to help. They include wash and fold, dry cleaning, alterations, as well as shoe cleaning and repairs. Alfred takes care of it all. Simply drop your garments off with your concierge or at any penguin pickup location in the GTA, and Alfred will take care of the rest. Learn more today at alfredservice.com or through the free Alfred Service app. Sign up today and get a first-time discount by entering the promo code WHATSHESAID. Looking for a better brunch? We found it for you at Draco Restaurant, inside the spectacular brand new Toronto Marriott Markham on Enterprise Boulevard. All your delicious brunch favorites, plus signature cocktails, every Sunday from 10 till 2. Take our word for it, you'll love the space and you'll love the food. It's easy to reserve now on opentable.ca or call 905-489-1400. Elevate your brunch, Sundays at Draco.
She said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. With concussions representing more than one in five Ontario student injuries treated by a doctor or a nurse, Scouts Canada and Hydro One have teamed up to develop a new hands on program called HeadSafe, aimed at educating families on the impact of head injuries. Joining us now to tell us more is Jason Gingrich, Council Youth Commissioner at Scouts Canada and Jessica Bentley-Jacobs, Manager of Sustainability and Community Investment at Hydro One. Welcome to What She Said. Thank you. Great to be here. HeadSafe is launching this fall through Scouts Canada groups across the country, along with free public community events planned across Ontario. So tell us how this partnership sort of came to be. Sure. So... At Hydro One, safety is our top priority. It's core to every single thing we do. So for us, we really see this partnership as a way to extend that message of safety we have at the workplace out into the community. And we're really excited to be working with Scouts Canada because we know safety is their top priority as well. So it really aligns for us as we look to build safe communities across Ontario. So then this this will, uh, there'll be free community events yeah. happening. So tell us a little bit about what you will be doing. Scouts Canada? Uh, so we have a variety of activities uh, set out for young people to really get them engaged into learning about concussions and the, the hazards and what it might feel like. Um, so lots of fun activities to get them engaged and get them curious about it so that they can start to take a lot of this safety into their own hands. So one of the things that, 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 that they're going to be able to do is learn how to recognize the early symptoms of, of concussion. So how how do you how do you teach that? Well, there are a lot of um, different symptoms that can come on, just depending on on who it is and how severe the concussion is. Mm -hmm. um, so, for example, one of our uh, fun games that we have is a concussion simulator, where you wear these goggles that basically mess that with your vision. Doesn't sound like fun. <laughs> <laughs> you basically mess with your vision, and then you try to walk in a straight line or. Um, stack cups, things like that, where you have those goggles on and all of a sudden it gets really hard to do these simple things. Uh, and we had kids at the launch event that were just doing it over and over and over again. They couldn't get enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. It's kind of like I was comparing it to, you know, the, the, the driving test that they would do, for example, and give you a couple of glasses of wine. It was like, I did one of those once. And yes, um, yeah, goggles would make it even worse. So, um, what about what about if you think somebody has a concussion but you don't know? Is there a way to to test them? Um, well, I mean, the uh, the first thing is to err on the side of safety um, mm -hmm. and just sit out of an activity if you do uh, get a blow to the head or whatever. Um, but from there, I mean, there are certain symptoms, whether it's nausea or um, blurred vision, headaches, a feeling of pressure or fatigue in the head. Um, all of those things to watch out for, and of course, err on the side of go to see a professional to get it checked out. And for people who want to be a little bit involved in their own care, what are some of the steps toward recovery that need to be taken before returning to play? Because we've heard a lot about people who have gone back too soon, mm -hmm. and yeah. whether it be children, and we didn't know any of this 30 years ago, right. how, how dangerous concussions are. I think that's what's really exciting about the HeadSafe program is it really does talk about that idea of return to play. And it outlines the six steps that you really need to focus on before you go back. Um, and to what Jason said, we would really encourage people to make sure that they go speak to their doctor because everybody does recover at different times. But it does lay out the steps you would take going from, you know, resting, really light to moderate activity until that you feel you're able to move on. To well, you the said there step. were six steps. So yeah, so HeadSafe will outline them all for you. So it really starts, with, first of all, with rest. Second of all, um, 
and that's after 24 hours you reevaluate it. Then it's light to moderate exercise, then a little bit more exercise, but certainly nothing that involves any um, contact or mm -hmm. anything like that until that you can build up to your full return to play. Jason, is there anything else on that one? Uh, no, you covered that very well. Okay. Good. So what do you think makes this program ahead of the curve? I think what's really exciting about the HeadSafe program is the way it's really fun and engaging and really teaches young people and their parents about all of these different issues. And Scouts has a great model of plan, do, and repeat so that young people and their parents can learn about these issues. And I think the fact that the return to play is part of it is a huge component where we're missing a lot of education. What is it do you think about concussions that people don't know? I think there's a lot of misinformation around out there about how to identify concussions, mm -hmm. to know how severe they are, when to go to a doctor, what to do. See, I wouldn't know that. Why don't you give us a quick three steps? I mean, because I really wouldn't know. Yeah, sure. So, um, so if you're if you're doing something fun, you hit your head. Um, it can be kind of tricky because it's an invisible injury in a lot of ways, right? Um, but it's about, A, erring on the side of safety and knowing that this is such a prevalent issue, um, you can start to be aware of an erring on the side of, oh, I might actually have a concussion. Even if it's minor, it's definitely worth laying back, laying low. Um, because even, I mean, going back to work, staring at a computer all day when you have that, um, when you have a concussion, that can be a real problem. Um, so being able mm -hmm. to take that time off and being able to um, sort of slowly pace yourself back into an activity is really important. Well, who, how do, I don't even know how they really diagnose a concussion except yeah. doing, what, an MRI? Um, I believe there's there's a kind of series of steps and, and tests, whether it's, um, you know, following a finger with your eyes or um, feeling different pressure on your head or whatever. Um, but that's that's why we have doctors <laughs> who are trained in this stuff. <laughs> so when this, this is rolling out in, in the fall, yes. is that right? Yep. So um, it launched through Scouts Canada groups across the country. So how do how do we find out about it? How do we go and find out where there's a community event in our community. Sure. Well, there's more information both on the Hydro One website and the Scouts website where you can get more information. And we're currently working on determining where all those five community events will be this fall. So we'll definitely put that information out there. And the program's also rolling out in all Scouts groups. So if you're part of a Scouts group, you can certainly access this information. And it's online as well. Is it something that you could take into schools for events like that? Is this something? Yeah, certainly. I mean, do? these are all things that... Um, they're built for young people to be able to to learn and have fun at the same time. So that would play really well into a school environment as well. Mm -hmm. So how would, let's say, a teacher access that? Because if if you're not a scout, um, is it available? Yeah, it's, it's on scouts.ca forward slash playsafe, right. um, where we do have all of our resources. So whether you're a scouter or a parent or a teacher or anything else, um, you can go and access those what we call trail cards that really outline how to do these fun activities. So, and what are you going to be doing with the program specifically, Jason? Uh, well, I'll be working with my cubs, um, my my cub group, and being able to bring a couple of these activities to them. Um, they can choose what activities they want to start with, and um, we'll go from there. That gives them just a fun way to try these things, and then that really gets the conversation started with them. Is this the first program like this that Hydra One has been involved with? Is it trying something new? I think this is a first partnership with Scouts that we've ever right. had at Hydro One, and really with this focus on building safe communities and head safety. It's the first one. So why did you pick this? Why did Hydro One want to connect with, with this, this particular safety issue? Because safety is our top priority. You know, every day people are wearing hard hats at work, so we really understand the issue of safety, and we want to extend it as much as we can to the community. And working with Scouts, they said, there's this gap. 
Can we work together? Can we raise awareness on this issue? So we are really excited for that opportunity. Now, how you said Cubs, I, I'm a little bit ignorant about what age. So what what age can we start teaching children this? Uh, well, these activities, they can go all the way to five-year-olds uh, and having them start to play with these things. Um, but they are also built, depending on how uh, old they are, going all the way up into teenagers, being able to have a little bit more advanced conversations about um, being able to diagnose certain symptoms and what to do about it. Okay. So it's going to launch right across the country Yes, in the fall. Yep. Oh, this is exciting. Yeah. Okay, so once more, tell us the website where people can go to find out more information. Scouts.ca forward slash play safe. Scouts.ca forward slash play safe. All right. Well, thank you very much for coming in and telling us all about it, and good luck. Thank you. Thank you. What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Still being picked on for being picky? Perfect. Meridian's good-to-grow high-interest savings account was made for you. At Meridian, we say be picky. Order that half-calf, half-sweet, no-foam latte with whip. Try on your whole closet until your outfit is outstanding. And accept nothing less than 3% interest for four months when you open your first good-to-grow high-interest savings account. Meridian. Expecting more for your money. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. What she said. She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. It is time now for Saturday Night at the Movies, and film critic Anne Brody is here with us in studio. What should we be checking out this weekend? Spider-Man has opened, right? Spider-Man has legs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes, I think you're going to love it. It opened Tuesday, uh, limited, and it opened yesterday wide, so everyone can see it now. All right. Hmm. What about um, The Last Black Man in San Francisco? I've got to tell you something. This is beautiful. It's a wonderful film along the lines of Moonlight. And it's about uh, a fellow who who is homeless. He's been homeless his entire life in San Francisco. But he finds the mansion that his grandfather built, so he decides to squat. Then he's kicked out. But he looks after the place for 12 years. He paints it, even though the owners are there and they're constantly fighting him. They move away. He moves in. It's so poetic, so visionary. It's it's hard to describe, and the plot doesn't even really matter. Um, it's it's pure poetry, and the soundscape is vocal, classical, and he thinks about his life, and you t you go on these mindscapes with him. It's absolutely extraordinary. But you put me off when you said Moonlight, because I know it won the Oscar, and I know all that. You didn't but like, it's like Roma. I I, <laughs> I didn't like Roma either, but I, I loved know. Moonlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't mind Moonlight, but I just don't think it was, you know, Oscar that Oscar worthy. But you, you picked it right from the start, so yeah. you know best. Yeah. Well, that's so why you're a film critic. <laughs> so what about uh, Toni Morrison, The Pieces I Am? Yes, that's um, Toni Morrison has sort of not been as as famous as other writers like Maya Angelou, and we know a lot about Maya. But I didn't know that Toni Morrison was raised in a very very poor background and. Um, you know, the likelihood of her becoming a Nobel and Pulitzer Prize winning author and setting the stage for not only feminism, but black feminism 
and the black power movement uh, is ex- that's just out of this world. She's very powerful. And she had this idea when she was little that if she only had blue eyes, she'd be okay in the world. And, of course, you can mm. see why a little girl would think that. And years later, she wrote The Bluest Eye, and that was her first novel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she's an extraordinary woman. Really highly recommended this documentary. And I'm seeing, seeing trailers for this yes. next one, and I want to know uh, what you think. Mother, father, son, Richard Gere. Yeah, it's about a media family uh, that's completely fractured. Richard Gere is the head, and he's he's in talks with the British Prime Minister to manipulate the upcoming general election. Um, oh, his wife, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. His wife is homeless, um, suicidal. She knows a lot of information which is dangerous to him. Their son is the head of his newspaper and TV arm. He's, he's <laughs> depressed and cocaine addicted. <laughs> and the stuff that happens, I'm sorry, it's just very, very silly. However, it's Richard Gere's return to TV after 30 years, and he remains this powerful, just great presence on the air. And it's worth seeing just for him. Just for him. But it's pretty bizarre, pretty cuckoo. What about um, the Netflix special Glitter Room? Because that's with Catherine Ryan, who's an Ontarian. Yes, she is. She's from Sarnia. It's Mm. very good. Mm -hmm. She comes on stage. She's a beautiful girl. She's got long blonde hair, pretty face, but she's she's totally covered in her attire. Think, oh well, she's pretty retiring. That's uh, that's Canadian for you. She's modest, and then she opens her mouth, and out comes every expletive (laughs) you can imagine. (laughs) And you know, nothing is safe from her. Um, Even Chris Hadfield. And she lives in London, and she's been a huge hit over there. Her show ran for four months, and um, it's well worth seeing. She has her daughter trained to get her drinks. Mommy, do you want a uh, day wine or night wine? And But she doesn't date anymore. She's 34 years old. She says men are like dolphins. They're interesting. They're almost as smart as people, but you can't let them in the house. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Her her humor is incredibly interesting. It's so off the wall and intelligent and aware of world events. Well, you wouldn't be here if there wasn't something to talk about acorn. Oh, acorn. A simple heist. Heist. This is a great show. It's about two 60-something women who um, are left alone. And so this is the second season starting this weekend. First season, they start robbing banks, stealing cars, drugging people. (laughs) There's more. There's more. So second season starts. They (laughs) steal art, sell it on the black market, (laughs) learn to pick locks and hack computers on YouTube, (laughs) and they carry on. But I can't tell you how witty this thing is. It is so funny. And one of these ladies is dating a 39-year-old guy, and she goes to a party and meets his mother, and they're wearing the exact same dress. (laughs) Just everything funny. Everything is, is so well executed and thought out. It's my favorite new show. Um, now, what's this? There's yet another streaming service, oh. MHZ, MHZ. Yeah. Where, where is it from? Uh, it's from the States, so but it's we MHZ. can say Z. Okay, good. Yes, yes. And it's it specializes in European titles. 
Okay, so it's worth checking out a couple really of Really worth And on the blog, you'll see a sizzle roll and a little uh, uh, bit about a new show that I saw, The Nelly Newhouse Mysteries, which is based on a German best-selling murder mystery writer. Okay, well, we have to leave it there for now, but as Anne mentioned, there are more movie and TV reviews up right now on WhatSheSaidTalk.com. Thank you, Anne. Thank you. Connect with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler at WhatSheSaidTalk.com. Joining us now is Candace Sampson from LifeInPleasantville.com, and she is here to tell us about Canada's Road Heroes, amazing Canadians from coast to coast who volunteer their time, not to mention wear and tear on their car, to get people where they need to go. Welcome, Candace. I've never heard of this. I have never heard of this, which is, uh, you know, and there's a million ways to volunteer and donate your time around, but this is just one one way that I thought was so unique, and I had no idea was out there until um, Caltyra pushed me and asked me to um, help profile and share some of the winners from their Canada Road Hero uh, contest that they ran on their social media. Is this what you were coming down last week to tell us about yeah. when you had a... I had a tire blow up. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's irony or what, but I couldn't believe it. And it was so funny, but not funny, but I guess um, lucky that I was just pulling off to get a coffee and I heard thunk, thunk, thunk. And I thought, oh, gosh, what is that? And so I pulled off, and I had these three massive holes in my tire. So obviously I, I wouldn't have made it here in time from Ottawa, so I had to wait until... This week. This so, week. Okay. Anyway, so here I am. Uh, and uh, so I just wanted to share about this because it's amazing. And there's all these great ways you can actually, if you want it to become a volunteer mm-hmm. driver, um, there's a lot of amazing organizations out there that need them. And the one that really um, stood out for me was the Canadian Cancer Society. Uh, a lot of people, when they start treatment, mm-hmm. they need to go every single day. And I mean, yes, they have family, but that can be wearing on a family as well when they have work obligations and and other family obligations. So it's really important that those volunteer drivers are there. The Red Cross is always looking for volunteer drivers. Uh, Meals on Wheels is another one. Uh, Canadian National Institute for the Blind. Uh, You know, they get uh, people to uh, where they need to be, but they also get volunteers to um, people who need them. So Mm -hmm. um, there's so many great ways to give back. And when they... um, ran this contest, they had so many people come in uh, that I was talking to them and they said they were so lucky they had criteria in place to pick the winners ahead of time because it was overwhelming how many amazing Canadians there are who are doing this. Uh, But one of the winners was uh, Diane and she's sort of, um, I talk about her and she's like life goals. She's 78 uh, and she drove 17,500 kilometers in her car last year uh, volunteer driving. Isn't that, that amazing? Is amazing. Mm-hmm. Right? Like 17,500 kilometers. That's a lot. That's a lot. That, that is, is a lot. lot. That's more mileage than most people put on the in, whole year well, yeah. and going to work and back and groceries and yep. whatever. That's amazing. And she's so funny. Um, I, I, I don't know if you're familiar with um, Stuart Reynolds, a brittle star on mm-hmm. uh, YouTube. He did the a internet's video. favorite dad, yes. unconfirmed. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not sure yet, but no, he's a lovely man. And he did a video uh, for Caltire, and he profiled these, and he has Diana, and she also happens to be very witty. Uh, you should definitely look up the video. She's, she's a card. Um, and so she um, was looking to sort of, when she was volunteer driving, she was a mom, and like all moms, she was looking to catch a break from her kids. She just wanted to be in her car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she needed adult conversation, so that's how she started. Um, but she's been doing it for years now. Um, the next hero uh, was uh, George, and um, he volunteers with the CNIB. CNIB. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, um, he did this uh, 
30 years ago. And then when his children were grown and out of the house, he decided to go back to it. Um, so it's an amazing thing. You can actually kind of, you know, it's not a lifelong commitment. If you want to do it for a couple of weeks, you can then pause if it's not, you know, it's not good for you anymore. And you can go back to it another time. There's always organizations that need you to do this. Um, Joe, it was a 35 year veteran with the police department. So wow. as if he hadn't done enough public service in his mm -hmm. life, uh, he retired and decided to volunteer drive um, from there. And so he has clocked 30,000 kilometers on his car. So, so now these awards that you're talking about, the Canada's Road Heroes mm -hmm. Awards, yep. this is all organized by Cal Tire. By Cal Tire. Yeah. So they ran this contest. And the, 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 is this the first year? Yes. Yes. Amazing. Yeah, and it, I, I hope that it'll help. They ran it around Canada Day, obviously, um, mm -hmm. because we're incredibly patriotic this time of year, and it's nice to always focus on the good. Mm -hmm. um, and, um, you know, I think that we'll see this continue because it, it inspires you to to do more. And, you know, you think about somebody like Joe who put 30,000 kilometers on his car. That is a, a huge amount of wear and tear on a car that you're putting on. So it's not just your time. It's your it's. Mm -hmm. It's an expense for your car. It's gas mileage, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so on my site, I list all eight, the three uh, grand prize winners and then the five, um, uh, you know, secondary prize winners and, and have a little bit of a profile about each of them. Um, and so, but they all come from really unique backgrounds. So um, Barbara um, is one of them who was diagnosed with breast cancer and she made her way to the hospital for alone for 35 days of radiation. Mm-hmm. And she didn't want anybody else to ever have to go through that. So she now Aww. volunteers her time. Aww. Right? Yeah. Now imagine that. 35 days alone. Yeah. That's tough. Right. And so um, how amazing is it that she's giving that back and helping people get to where they need to be? Okay. So tell us how we can read the profile. So that's on lifeinpleasantville.com. Okay. Um, if you want to see the video, uh, very funny and um, and makes you very proud to be Canadian, uh, you can check out Brittle Star's video on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And to learn more about uh, Canada's Road Heroes, um, the contest itself, you can go to caltire.com. Caltire because I, I think after this word gets out that they're going to be have even more. Well, I'm running a contest on my Instagram, so follow along because I'm actually I want to keep, keep this going. And so I'm going to be looking for some Road Heroes submitted as well on my IG. And there will be a uh, prize pack worth $300 from Keltire to give out to the winner. Ooh, Ooh. Thanks, Candice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. I just spoke to a Meridian advisor about variable versus fixed rate mortgages, and they told me that... Variable rates change based on Meridian's prime rate. Exactly. And that... You I could pay your mortgage down faster if Meridian's prime rate goes down. How did you know? I spoke with an advisor, too. So let's get... A, a Meridian 5-year variable rate mortgage at 2.90%. Totally. totally. Apply today at meridianmortgages.ca or visit a Meridian branch. Rates subject to change without notice. Some restrictions apply. 2.90% APR assumes the typical example of a new mortgage. Think fancy fold-away screens are out of reach? Well, things just got interesting with Vista One retractable screens. Three models, smart technology, and innovative components like pleated mesh for extra strength. Transform any opening by adding a Vista One retractable screen and increase your living space, enjoy fresh air, keep insects out, and do it all in style. With a unique affordable line of screens exclusive to Vista One, you're sure to find the perfect design match. 
book a free consultation, or go online to vistaoneinc.com, like I did. What she said. She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Surveys show most people choose direct selling because it's flexible. You get to be your own boss, you set your own hours. So joining us now to talk more about the benefits of direct selling is Alison Savard, the manager of Canadian sales at USANA Health Sciences, and Elisa Grazzi, a diamond director and a new Million Dollar Club member who's been with USANA for eight years. Welcome to what she said. Thanks for having us. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. So first of all, for people who may not know, tell us exactly what USANA is, does, is all about. USANA is a direct selling model um, that produces uh, the highest quality, highest standard nutritional supplements, healthy living products, and skincare products. So Elisa, what made you want to get involved? Well, it's interesting. Kate touched on it a little bit. Uh, about eight years ago, I had become a new mom, had gone back to work. I used to be a full-time dental hygienist. Um, and what I was really searching for was more congruency in my life. I wanted to feel a little more aligned with my value system, which meant more flexibility, more mm -hmm. independence. I also wanted to prioritize my health. Um, I had recently, um, at that time, faced some challenges. And it really became a focus for me. So USANA really was a, a little uh, answer to my prayers at that time. So tell us how it was an answer to your prayers in terms of how it impacted your life. Well, like I said, so what I was really deeply searching for was to live uh, more in harmony with my value system. So what I wanted to do was prioritize my health and get more control of my time. So uh, an answer to my prayers really was that I noticed that if I didn't start to look at a plan that would allow me to um, kind of, I could say, harmonize my health and wealth creation plan, I knew that I was just on a path to further setbacks and challenges with my health and my finances. So I started to do some homework and I realized that this would be the perfect opportunity for me to, on a flexible part-time basis, start sort of like a side project, a business that would allow me to still work my full-time job and find a way to transition so that within a year or two, which was my exact situation, within about a year and a half, I was able to then work more so part-time as a dental hygienist and transition into um, uh, working my business more full-time, which allowed me to be more in the driver's seat of my lifestyle. So it was really about monetizing my lifestyle and finding um, a platform that allowed me to live my passions and uh, align my value system. Well, Allison, you've worked in sales for 15 years, the last mm -hmm. five in direct selling. What made you make the switch to the direct selling industry? I find the direct selling industry, because people really are uh, their own business owners, they're true entrepreneurs, coaching people and working with people who have um, such strong values and work ethics and mindsets is really empowering. It's empowering for them, but it's also empowering for us. It's very, um, it really fills your cup, I guess, if you will, um, to work with people who just want to excel and live life by their own design. Yeah. So what is maybe the number one piece of advice you would give to people who are contemplating making that switch? Well, I think the number one question is, is you know, for most of us, we're, we're tired of sort of chasing life. Mm 
So if you're in that place of your life and you're looking to find a more sort of authentic approach to finding that, not even balance, but more so alignment, this would probably be the perfect opportunity for you to continue uh, doing what you're doing, but then find sort of a side strategy that allows the you to... The side hustle, isn't that what they yeah. call it now? and it's funny. It, you know what? That word is so popular today, but really what we're trying to get out of is the hustle. Yeah. And is that grind and is the adrenal fatigue and is the burnout, right? So for me, this was that exact platform. And again, this is something that many people do as a side project, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, as not just an exit strategy, but for some, it's more so just to find more fulfillment Mm -hmm. or to be among an amazing community of like-minded people who truly value their health or want to continue to evolve and grow to new heights. Um, So there's so many benefits that you can tap into that at the surface level, you don't really notice in the beginning. You know, you've got to sort of get your feet wet and then you start to really see the bigger picture. So question it, it the word selling mm-hmm. many of us if you say to us would you like a selling job right like for Kate and I <laughs> it would be oh oh I don't well, we've I been don't a, think... we've been approached for different things, for different well, things. some of it was yeah. multi-level marketing when <laughs> yeah, we know that direct selling is different than yeah. that but it's like do we want to get do we want to do that yeah, but, right. we, I, but also we, we don't we don't think we have you're that. not a salesperson we, yeah. we're not salespeople not right. realizing mm-hmm. of course that we are in fact selling but <laughs> exactly. we're just not selling nuts and bolts we're selling right. stores Yes. I like the word education better than selling because that's really what we're doing. We're empowering people to make decisions regarding their health, their lifestyle, um, their income, their family time. And we're educating people, of course, um, in terms of supplements and the healthcare products and the skincare products to make educated decisions on what's best for them. And if I can just add, what Mm -hmm. I love so much about this industry is that most people who get behind something and represent uh, or or partner, it's truly because they've had some form of their own shift, whether it's health, whether it's results, whether it's whatever it may be. Um, I think what I love about that is the integrity piece around that means that you're truly not just selling, you're sharing something you believe in. And it doesn't matter if it's a radio show I love. Um, like what she said. Oh, oh right. nice plug. <laughs> <laughs> or if it's an awesome brand that you like to rock and wear, whether that's, um, you know, Nike or if you like Apple. I mean, every every one of us kind of promotes in ways well, and shares in ways. Well, stop you there. Why did you pick USANA? Well, for me, that was the big thing is it started with my health, right? I saw mm-hmm. a massive shift in my health. I think a lot of women, and not to leave the men out, I'm sure many men can relate to this, but a lot of women today are dealing with that burnout. We're dealing with the, you know, the chronic fatigue and feeling the adrenal sort of um, exhaustion. And as a result of that, you know, for me, it was more than that. I had a lot of joint pain, I had mm-hmm. a, lot of, a lot of inflammation. But why that company? Um, well, I started to do some research. Uh-huh. And what I realized was not all supplements are created equally. And as I started to dig deeper, I realized that the standards in North America really aren't where they need to be. And why USANA stood out to me at such a high level and such a different level was that they were the only nutritional company that I found met specific standards and had a registered facility with Health Canada. Um, So they really have upped the bar. And it is rare to see this. And Um, I think for consumers, many of us aren't aware and we don't know what questions to ask when it comes to investing in our health. So I wish we had time to really dive into those top five questions to ask because there are tons of consumers today in the health Mm -hmm. and wellness world, right? And they really don't know what to look for. And for that very reason, a lot of times the results don't show up or the products fall short. 
So can I just quickly ask, for if for someone interested in USANA yes. products, they would buy it from a direct seller as opposed to yes, a store? Exactly. We're oh, so that means it's dropped off at their house? Directly. Oh, home. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Amazon. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. It's that's, convenient. It's the Very online convenient. consumer, right? So, that's where it's at. Mm -hmm. Allison, tell, mm -hmm. tell us what the most popular products, the, the best sellers are? In oh, we have, we have a lot of core products. Um, I would say our Cell Essentials is probably the heart and soul cell of what you essentials. Is, Yes, okay. Cell Essentials. It is, um, a couple of years ago, we launched a patent-pending technology called Insulligence. And in Insulligence, um, it has the ability to nourish your cells so that your cells really perform at an optimum level. We can kind of think of it as communicating with your cells so that they can be the best that they can be. And this is really key, of course, in healthy living and with um, anti-aging. And I mean, if you think about it, everything is a cell. So this is a really unique technology to USANA. And many of USANA's products contain that technology. That is awesome. And what products do you find do do best for you? Well, like I said, inflammation was one of my key things. So mm -hmm. I have uh, two favorites around that. One is called Percosa, very, very unique form of a highly absorbable form of turmeric and a vegan glucosamine. So if you know anyone out there struggling with joint pain, inflammation, um, chronic uh, pain of any sort, this would be a great go-to. Also, proflavanol. Now, we call this kind of the goddess vitamin. I know that sounds cliche, but it is a combination mm -hmm. of grapeseed extract and vitamin C, so your most sort of powerful antioxidant combo. So when we talk about circulation, glowing skin, anti-aging, cardiovascular health, I mean, so many benefits to our proflavanol. Okay, I quickly want to hear a little bit about skincare line because I do Absolutely. love skincare stuff. Yeah, <laughs> Celavive contains the intelligence technology that I was talking about, um, but really what its big strength is is on hydrating the skin because hydration, of course, is key to everything. Mm -hmm. It has um, a range of products for oily, dry skin, cleansers, toners, uh, day uh, lotions and creams with sunscreen, of course, night care products, skincare, and we just launched a new mask, mm -hmm. and it is a complete system for all ages, all ranges all skincare ranges, it is a one-stop shop. Okay, so how do, how can people get involved if they want to become an, an associate? Is that what you're mm -hmm. an associate? Mm -hmm. Of course, you can always head over to our website at usana.com. And we have actually, if someone wants to become a promotion, we have, or sorry, if somebody wants to become an associate, we have a promotion on until the 26th, where if they uh, sign up as an associate, they get a free gift. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. so that is you. S-A-N-A.com. Correct. Mm -hmm. Well, very interesting. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us today. Great. Thank so you. It's been a pleasure and a gift to be here. Thank you. Thank you. What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Still being picked on for being picky? Perfect! Meridian's good-to-grow high-interest savings account was made for you. At Meridian, we say, be picky. Order that half-calf, half-sweet, no-foam latte with whip. <sighs> Try on your whole closet until your outfit is outstanding. <laughs> and accept nothing less than 3% interest for four months when you open your first good-to-grow high-interest savings account. Meridian, expecting more for your money. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. 
Think fancy fold-away screens are out of reach? Well, things just got interesting with Vista One retractable screens. Three models, smart technology, and innovative components like pleated mesh for extra strength. Transform any opening by adding a Vista One retractable screen and increase your living space, enjoy fresh air, keep insects out, and do it all in style. With a unique affordable line of screens exclusive to Vista One, you're sure to find the perfect design match. Book a free consultation or go online to VistaOneInc.com, like I did. What she said, she's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. by singer-songwriter Brie Taylor, who is here with us in studio. Welcome back to the show. Thanks, guys. Good to see you guys again. Yeah. So since we've last uh, seen you, there's kind of a new musical direction for you. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're used to hearing you sing pop, uh, but this is kind of country, and, and yeah. we kind of like it. So yeah. where did this sort of direction come from? Honestly, I've always grown up listening to various genres of music, and I just have always really been a storyteller in my lyrics. My last album, even though it was pop, I was still st telling stories, heartbreaks, this and that. So um, country just felt like the right thing for me to do, and it was. It's, I feel like nowadays we're so blessed that we can play with so many different genres of music, so it just felt like the right, right thing for me to do. So what was it like sort of reinventing your sound? Um, I mean, honestly, we live in this generation with so many amazing artists like Carrie Underwood and uh, Kelsey Ballerini, Shania Twain, like that blend different genres so that can take pop and country and kind of blend them together. Um, so I feel really blessed that I'm in that generation that I can be able to do that. Uh, so you're going to perform for us in, in yeah. a minute, which we're excited about. But tell us what the new single is about, because you were talking about your lyrics. Yeah. yeah, so the new song is called Turn It Up. It's a little bit more of like a fun summer song. Um, I'm really proud of it. It's like an upbeat kind of really fun uh, It's song. not about trucks, lost it's dogs, and heartbreak? Not. No, <laughs> it's about wanting to like have fun in the summer with your girlfriends or your friends and just like listen to loud music and be unapologetically yourself. 
Oh, well, that yeah. sounds like fun. Yeah. So uh, what's coming up next for you? Are you going on a, a tour on the road, a new album? Um, I am filming with a new director, a couple new music videos, and then I have a really exciting show coming up that I'm really proud of in July. It's uh, the She's Listening Tour. It's uh, to support ovarian cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really proud to be a part of that. My great aunt uh, passed away from ovarian cancer, so it's a really important cause to me and my family. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's on August 21st at the Horseshoe Tavern in Toronto. And if anyone wants any other updates on website, uh, it's on my website. The uh, uh, BrieTaylor.com has all my other shows and stuff coming on. Bree, so we're, yeah. BrieTaylor.com. Yeah. So B-R-E-E. That's B-R-E-E, pretty, yeah. That's pretty easy. So so what's your dream? What, what would be your dream? Where would your dream be to perform? What would you like to do? I want to be selling out stadium tours, like kind of like a Taylor Swift or Katy Perry or Shania Twain, like being able to just tour the world globally. I want to be able to touch as many people with my music and have them listen and, and connect with them. And um, I feel like all the things that I've been through in my life are for a purpose. And that's why I put it into my lyrics and my stories that I tell through my songs. And I feel like it's really important for me when I'm able to connect with people on, a, on that kind of basis. So, yeah. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Brie thank Taylor. You guys. That is it for What She Said This Weekend. We'll be back again next Saturday right here on One. 1059 The Region and singing us out now in our live studio sessions. Here is Brie Taylor performing Turn It Up. It's whatever o'clock and I'm ready to get in and start it up. Never gonna me when I turn it up again. Start the drums, here I go. Are you ready now? Pick up that old microphone, about to let it all out. Y'all get out of my way when I'm coming through. I'm just misunderstood. Whatever, it's all good. What they say is too much, is not enough. to the
Hi, I'm Steve Yurko. And I'm Tara Sands. Now available from Maji Media is our new podcast, Four Kids Flashback. Four Kids is the company who brought you the English dub of Pokemon in the late 90s and so many other shows like Yu-Gi-Oh!, Shaman King, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Kirby, the infamous One Piece dub, and so many more. We'll be talking to the people who worked at Four Kids. Actors, directors, writers, editors, producers, engineers, you get the point. And hopefully get the answers to questions both you and I have about the company. I actually worked there as a voice actor on some of the shows. And I was a kid watching the shows and remember way more than Tara does. And thank God for that. Steve is actually a professional storyboard artist, which gives some really unique insights into anime and animation. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. That's the number four kids flashback. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people, he, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all had. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know? And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast, heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.